to childish behavior. These fantastic misadventures of two family pastors. <laughs> you ready? We've been working with these kids for a long, long time. We may or may not have lost our mind. We like to talk from time to time, make you laugh a little bit and expand your mind. Keep on keeping on, take a deep breath. Now come on, let's shine. Let's come together, we can run this race. Fight and talk about the battles we face. Show the love of God to the very end. Always remember, stay childish, my friend. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Childish Behavior. Today in the Internet Studios, we have a special guest from across the pond, Mr. Simon Perry. He is a children's pastor, a musician, and the guru behind the All-Star Kids Club and the all-new All-Star Kids Club Go app, which streams awesome kid and family-friendly content. It's a safer thing than YouTube because it's all Christian-based stuff. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great. We're excited about it. It is a really awesome app. What was your inspiration behind this type of program? I mean, I've been a kids pastor 19 years and uh and over those years, man. Yeah, thanks, man. I should get a watch or something. Um, but over these years, <laughs> yes. uh, at least a plaque. <laughs> I mean, if we're gonna be honest, it's probably not gonna happen. No, no there's no budget. It's not in the budget. <laughs> yeah. I got a photocopied it's certificate. Over the years, just seeing uh, how much kids consume media and, you know, the rise of tablets and stuff and the kids have it in their hands all the time. Uh, I mean, even for school, my kids, they're on the tablets and computers all the time for schoolwork. Um, and they consume all the content that's on there on, you know, online, on streaming platforms and stuff. And I guess the inspiration behind this was, uh, you know, media can be used for bad, but it can be used for good as well. Mm. And, I, and I really love yes. the idea that uh, to be able, be able to create creative uh, fun, relevant media that declares the name of Jesus, that uh, shares the gospel, uh, that kids can consume wherever they, wherever they're consuming uh, content. And uh, and with YouTube, uh, you know, lots of people have used YouTube and have content on YouTube, but there's lots of reasons not to have content on YouTube. Least of the fact that the kids should be 13 plus and all the advertising and and there's lots of changes recently with youtube and policies and kids content and stuff so it really felt it's very difficult very scary it's really scary and yeah i mean my kids have watched stuff on there that you know the video is appropriate but then a perfume advert pops up and exactly. it's like that's not appropriate for my six-year-old and uh, there's workarounds or, like kids today know the workarounds around their parents like codes and stuff a lot like of them are smarter than the parents. <laughs> yeah, well totally. i dealt with that not too long ago i'm a family pastor but i'm also a counselor at our church and there is so much that media has done to hurt our kids through yeah. pornography and, and different so. things like that. And, and parents, a lot of them want to help their kids. I basically had a kid that came in that was addicted to some things they shouldn't be addicted to and come to find out that it was getting around school, that they knew how to get around the password. It's dangerous because it's like a minefield. You could put your kids in the kid program. But there's still predators and people that are putting terrible yeah, content, sneaking in, content there. in and and the parents walk off thinking they're okay and their kids seeing something that's just terrible. 
you know yeah absolutely and there's also you know youtube kids is is an option um but that's you know a lot of the content there is is checked and put up human by humans at youtube so lots of christian content doesn't get through um and i mean there's there's i'm sure there's people we know in common that create amazing kids content um and that's not on youtube kids and yet they have thousands of subscribers and great videos um so even youtube kids isn't a place to go for families that want content for their kids that is you know full of jesus truths or just clean and wholesome content so um so yeah so that was the inspiration behind this is is what if there was alternative for families and kids to access my heart is very much you know it is to reach kids with the gospel uh with no charge it costs money to make content and i know that how do you do it for free <laughs> <laughs> uh that's nothing is free we know there's there. some way yeah. to pay for this yeah the other, somewhere this has to be paid yeah for. totally and the answer is i've I'm, I'm no idea yet and we're still working on that um uh i mean this this project was very much a step of faith in fact i mean as a family we, we lived by faith for the last three years so everything we've done is literally <laughs> trusting god for every penny and oh well you call it a dime right a dime that comes in um but um but for this it's it was a step of faith to get a find a company to to help build the platform and um, yeah, just God's provision and God's planning really in terms of all the people I've met over the years that create content who have come back and said, we want to partner with you, Cy, and here's this and here's this songs and here's this content. And so it's been an amazing journey to collect all this content um, on this platform. Um, but in terms of going forward, it really is a step of faith. I think we have the next three months of, you know, the running costs of the app covered. And then it's, <laughs> then it's like, okay, God, over to you. Um, which, which there is a way in like the regular website where people can go and donate, right? Uh, yeah, there, there's some uh, tabs and links and stuff on the website where it takes That's you through awesome. to a Patreon account, and you can just donate via, you know, by purchasing a download or something on the site as well. But it, but it really is, yeah. I mean, and that's the that's the challenge, and that's been the challenge over the last probably twelve to fourteen months of of beginning this. Is just, Lord, do we charge for this? Because there are other, you know, Christian streaming platforms that do have a subscription, and they're great. Um, but as I've discovered, you know, when you travel and do ministry and, and meet kids and families outside the church, um, they're not always willing, you know, the first to step out and go, I'm going to subscribe for 50 bucks a year for a Christian site I've never heard of before. You know, and there were pros and cons, you know, if you have subscription that brings income that you can then spend on licensing content and creating new content, whereas if it's free, uh, there's no income at all. <laughs> right. So, uh, so that's been that's been the challenge, but it's not been a deterrent either. Like we're, I'm like God, you've called us to do this. We're going to step out. If this is for a season until something else steps up and takes on, and that's great. But if this is the start of something long term that becomes the, you know, a go to place or a, a you know family of places that people can go to to, to access content, then that's that's what we'll do. So we're, that's what we've done. So um, uh, yeah, it really is a bit of a crazy journey. Just like Lord, we've no idea. How this is going to keep going? <laughs> well, but you're it, starting off right. And when God puts something in your heart, the human side of you wants to say, how am I going to keep this afloat? But yeah. the ministry part of us, the spirit inside of us, we know that God can do anything. And if we do it God's way, he's going to equip us and he's going to take care of us. And I think yeah. that uh, as you go on and maybe churches can come alongside and and maybe help this. I mean, I know for for instance, when we do our vacation Bible school, we call it Mega Bash, and we we raise money for missions. It won't be a whole lot. We'll get the word out about it and have kids bring money in to help support it. Wow, that's awesome, man! Thank you. That's incredible. It's Which... ministered to my family already. Just in the what is it been a week or two? 
that it's yeah, been on? Uh, yeah, a couple yeah. of weeks. I added it to our TV, showed it to my kids and stuff. And my nine-year-old, as soon as it was out, he's like, Dad, can I add this to my phone? What's the name of it? I was like, well, hold on. It's not out yet. He's like, well, when is it out? And then, like, the next day, it was, was the day that it finally was on Apple. And he's like, Dad, is it on there yet? Can I add it? And, like, so he was, like, pressuring me because he loved the content. That's cool. That's really awesome. I mean, for me, in ministry, uh, and also with the All-Stars thing, whether it's music or this app and content, is I love partnering with other people and other ministries. I like the big picture. You know, we're on the same team. We're just different, you know, different streams. But we want the same goal. We want to reach kids and families with the gospel. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that this app celebrates that that there's content from all different streams. Um, you know, we've gone through a lot. Of, well, we go through it philologically and make sure it's pretty sound. <laughs> yeah. um, there's no crazy, you know, weird stuff on there. But um, I love the fact that it's just a real variety of content from different providers and ministries and individuals. I think that's great. I think it shows kids ministry off in a good light that, you know, all these people together are working together on something. What also excites me is it's a platform to be able to raise up and make people to see content from people you've never heard of that might only have a dozen views on YouTube, but the video is fantastic or the teaching is brilliant. And and I love that. So, you know, there's, there's stuff on here from small ministries that you've never heard of and little Baptist churches tucked away that do puppet videos and, and, or write songs. I'm like, this is great. This, you know, we want to encourage you, but also share this with kids and families around the world alongside the mega churches that are, you know, creating epic drama series and stuff. And that's, that's all cool. But I love for me, you know, years ago, someone gave me the opportunity to write a song and that, you know, opened doors for all the stuff we've done since. But yeah, I love the fact that this, you know, my heart is that this could be a platform to just to, you know, release content from all over God's church to the kids and families watching it. And um, not just the big names that, you know, people tend to go to. That's cool. A minute ago, you said something that is a reoccurring theme in childish behavior because of how this all started for us is building relationships. You said you built relationships over time. And yeah. That's where some of this came out of. How long did it take to achieve this? I Just knowing what I know about building things. Yes, it launched a couple of weeks ago, but you you had to have started a long time ago doing this. Can you give us a short synopsis journey of how it started? The vision for this started probably nine, ten years ago when we first launched All Stars Kids. Back then it was All Stars Kids Records because it was um, the idea was mm. to release kids worship and then... Uh, TBN launched in the UK and they needed kids content. So I'm like, well, how hard can it be to make kids shows? So um, we made some kids shows for TBN and then we released uh, some kids magazines. So we've, we've done glossy magazines. So it's been probably the last 10 years. This has grown and developed, but all the time there's been this thing to have a kind of a go-to place for kids to hear the gospel. Because, um, you know, even for kids worship, you know, there's there's some websites that I don't know if I'm allowed to name them, but there was some, you know, uh, you know, worshipkidsbuilding.coms and stuff. There's, you know, there's places you can go um, to to buy music, but in terms of where do you go to hear what's new from everybody? Um, there isn't, you know, there's no kind of Spotify or iTunes or, or even like, you know, a Disney yeah. for kids. It's like, where can you go to, to, to see all that's new from all the different people that do kid stuff? So that was way back. And then it's, it, it has been years and years and years of just praying and when's the right time guard and we've got no money, but, all these kind of stuff. And then uh, early last year, we just, just felt, okay, now's the time to step out. So, oh, guys, I had the most bizarre conversations with streaming platform companies and builders and the, the quotes and budgets that I was told I would need was just <laughs> eye-watering. You know, I'm like, okay, but if you can knock three zeros off, I could probably do that one. Um, can so, we do uh, the free option? <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it took a while to, to find, you know, to find some people in the States that can help 
create this app and what would it look like? And, and like I said earlier, the pros and cons to do you charge? Is it free? All this kind of stuff. Um, but in terms of building relationships, that, that's the thing that's, that's uh, beginning to see the fruit of now. I mean, I've been, I've been super blessed over the last four years to be able to get to uh, Nashville for a couple of weeks every year uh, to a conference and then do songwriting and, and all that kind of stuff. And just, just meet people for coffee and just begin relationships and friendships and just, you know, share the vision. And, uh, and it's been really, it's been really fun because um, I'm this Brit that they kind of like, you turn over, you come over here, Sai, and you have this completely different model to everything else that's going on. Mm. You just give away stuff free. I'm like, how does that work? I'm like, I have no idea. So many people get mad at Christians. This is a kind of a hippie topic here, but so many people get mad at Christians because it's like, well, you should give away everything for free because you're a Christian, right? It's like, yeah, but how do you, you want me to make it better? I can't make it better if I don't have any money. <laughs> you know I mean? I yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that, that's a struggle I often do uh, have conversations with the Lord about. I'm like, okay, God, we're giving this away free, but how on earth do I feed my family next month? Or how do we, you know, fix the car? Or how do we, you know, invest in equipment yes. to f- make more films and uh, pay people's travel and all that kind of stuff? And and yet somehow he does his thing and stuff gets covered and uh, provision is made and comes in for that. And it and it has been just a crazy three years. And even for for this app, I really believe this is just the start of in terms of content and what's on there. There's so much this thing can do. It's just yeah. mind boggling. Uh, and we're scratching the surface of what the, the whole app can actually do and the options we can do within it, which is super exciting. Uh, but to get to this point when we're launching and, you know, I think all, all the networking and coffee meetings and lunches I've had in Nashville and Alabama and all the places I've been in the States, uh, just sharing this heart and people going, this is crazy, Si, you're some crazy Brit. <laughs> but we, we get it. We love it. Uh, and to get to the point that here we are, we're launching and all these people are like, yeah, we get this. We want to be part of this family and, and we want to support this in some way. And which has been incredible. The conversations I've had and people I've met has been bonkers. I mean, it really has, but God's been good, but also it's been a lot of learning curve. I've had lots of meetings with labels and brands and stuff over there who just you got a tiptoe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I love what they do, but at the same time, you know, I really am frustrated that, you know, come on we need stuff created for kids i'll, I'll say this if you ever need uh need some free content makers you holler at me and rick because i promise you we, we have a heart for this stuff too and we love what you're doing thanks man that's and we, cool and we we don't get paid already so we just <laughs> used to it. well we have a dream to one day make like a childish favorite cartoon we like what you've created thank you you know some of the highest viewed videos on youtube are videos made by people in their bedrooms, you know, doing makeup or just messing around in the kitchen. It's like, they're not big budget, high end videos. Mm-hmm. They're filmed on someone's camera or their, you know, iPhone and stuff and yeah. upload and get billions of views. So I, I love the fact that, you know, I want, you know, on this app, my heart is to, that it's it's really good and there's great content on there. But I'm so excited to get kind of just fun kind of vlogs kind of stuff and little snippets and just all kinds of stuff that kids would watch. It's exactly things that we've talked about uh, with childish behavior, you know, and stuff like we were like, man, we'd love to do this because we we love being creative. Rick builds a lot of cartoons. I just got done building like a video to promo our our podcast and just all this cool stuff that we put together. We were just like, man, it'd be cool to do this for kids. Well, but, just send stuff over, put it up. <laughs> and the cool thing yeah. is, what I love, I also love because you know, if, if it's animated or animations or puppets and cartoons, it's stuff that can be dubbed in different languages too, which I'm super excited about. So on the app, we've got. Uh, we got some African stuff. We got awesome. Spanish stuff. We got stuff in Welsh. So cool! Uh, and we've just uh, we're exploring doing stuff in Mandarin, which is <laughs> for oh, China, which oh, is um, a huge cool. challenge, but uh, super exciting. And we're also going to be doing stuff in French and German, 
Um, because even if you go on YouTube, you can type, you know, Christian kids stuff in French, there's not a lot in a lot of languages. So, um, uh, so yeah, so if there's stuff we can, you know, have translated, then that's super cool too. It'll look like one of those ninja movies where the mouth doesn't, (laughs) the voice is different to the lips. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, totally. Can you let us in a little bit about your faith journey? Were you always interested in creating and how did you come follow this calling yeah growing up i yeah i loved art uh, and uh, i did media studies with vhs and betamax all those back yes. in the day that's how old i am that's how sad it is <laughs> no dude. Um, okay so how old are you 40 me too man okay so you had to did you oh well you love, let me go get the nursing home open for y'all yeah he, he's a young pup <laughs> that's okay we can teach him some things um but, but yeah, i uh, i used to be the content creator for our church making videos and you'd have to make videos you'd have to edit it in the camera which is crazy yeah like now you can just put it in the computer digitally mock it up and i'm like where was this a couple of years ago <laughs> Yeah, you know, it doesn't feel that long ago. Like the '90s were yesterday. But anyway, um, yeah. So yeah, totally creative guy growing up, and uh, went to a small church. Um, but uh, it all kind of kicked off. So I was musical as well. So did lots of music and played in church. And uh, uh, and then one year I was invited by a friend who's still a very dear friend. Um, she runs a kids charity in Liverpool in England, and uh, it's just incredible what she's doing. Um, but she invited me to a, a Easter festival called Easter People, which met at Easter, hence the name. And, um, uh, <laughs> that and would she, be awkward if it was at Christmas. Yes, that would like, be kind of a bit, bit weird. Yeah, that would actually, <laughs> that would actually probably intrigue me. To I know. I'm like, yeah, okay, what's this? Honest. What's this thing at Easter? But it's Christmas. Um, anyway, she invited me to go, come along. She was leading the five to sevens, and uh, I was playing keys in her band. And there was. Um, a moment one evening, uh, the kids were worshiping and we were singing a song called I Want to Be Like Jesus. And she wrote that song. And it was a beautiful song. I want to be like Jesus. I want to see like Jesus. I want to hear like Jesus. I want to reach people like Jesus. It was a beautiful song just about how we want to be more like Jesus in our lives. And uh, and she asked the kids uh, to sing the song again. And this time, as we sing, uh, you can worship God in whichever way you want. So you can raise your hands, kneel down, uh, sit down, close your eyes. And I was, I was about 12 at the time, 12, 13. And uh, I was playing keys and uh, we sung this song again. And there was just one of those moments. There's been like a handful of my life where God has spoke to me so audibly and mm. um, just felt like heaven just kind of went, Ta-da, hello. And um, so I was sat- stood there playing the keys, looking at these kids and just started weeping, which isn't cool when you're kind of 12, 13 boy on stage in front of hundreds and hundreds of people. And I'm crying thinking, oh man. And um <laughs> audibly heard god say um do you like what you see and i was looking around and seeing these kids hands raised uh kneeling just in complete worship they were lost in in praise and i'd never seen anything like it and i was like god i love this and uh he just said this is what i'm calling you to do uh so from that point onwards um i just knew deep down whatever it was god had in store it was uh it was music and with kids ministry flash forward a few years i thought right i'm going to be an ambulance man and then a policeman and a firefighter all the things i thought i was going to do to help people and it turns out i was helping people in a different way and um uh, and yeah and so that was kind of the, that was the start i just had this deep down just in my knower knowing uh this is my heart and uh mm. and then at 17 16 17 i was writing lots of kids songs and then uh at 18 uh, i got involved with vineyard uh in the uk 
Uh, I was actually the first UK vineyard kids pastor, which is kind of exciting. That's awesome. Claim to fame. And uh, yeah, and then they launched a series called Great Big God, uh, an album, and I got some songs on there. And that was just, in terms of musically wise, that was the first step in uh, what God had in store, which is super cool. Um, but at the same time, I was a children's pastor, just turned 19. I was a full-time children's pastor and writing songs uh, in the vineyard movement and, and kind of haven't looked back much since really so and that's just been the journey and um and i've loved it it's been you know lots of ups and downs lots of times thinking god what am i doing and you know you don't go into kids ministry to get rich or make money so uh, we but, completely know. understand this is this is very very true i like your story though what you said is you wanted to help people and then you are helping people it was just a different way than what you thought and yeah, not an ambulance, but, you know, we're saving souls. And, and, uh, my, and my story is very similar. Like I, I had planned out my whole life. I wanted to be I wanted to go in the military. I wanted to come out, be a teacher. And uh, I I am now a teacher. I'm just a biblical history teacher, if you will, and a yeah. counselor. But like if you would have told me that when I was younger, uh, I would have probably ran away. But. I always had it in my heart to be a helper of people or, uh, you know, to take care of people. And so when you said that, it really struck a chord with me. I was like, man, that's exactly how I was is like, I don't know where I want to be, but I know I want to help people. And God just fills in all the blanks and it's awesome. Yeah, he does. And I remember people saying, no, sorry, you need a proper job. You know, you can't live off that. And uh, <laughs> they were right, actually, <laughs> in terms of like, you know, there's not, there's not a lot of money in it, but that was the exact same thing my grandma told me when I was, was, it really? I was in the ministry. She's like, oh, we have time to change your mind. I was like, <laughs> well, well, oh, man. Well, yeah. I'll tell you this. There's a praise to God. Um, yes, things have been tight for us as a family. Things have happened that were weird or unexpected. But God has always provided, and we've never gone without. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's just these crazy stories where people would send us money like, hey, we were thinking about you and it happened to be wrote for the amount that I needed to pay a bill, you know, like, yeah, and I didn't tell anybody, you know, I might've told God in prayer or the bank calls and, uh, you know, with, for a house payment. And they're like, you paid too much last, last year in escrow. And I'm like, no, we didn't, <laughs> yeah. you know, that kind of thing. I'm like, okay, whatever. God's going to use the bank or he's going to use these people that are listening to him, but we've never gone without. It does from a human perspective, get a little scary sometimes. It's a you part know, of the journey. Absolutely. And, you know, we always chuckle when we do our tax returns or, you know, go through the bank statements and you think you look and think, well, that's what came in. Yeah. Is that it? That's all that came yeah. in. And yet somehow we've managed to do all this. And yes, and on paper, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. <laughs> so you know, it, for, the, for the longest time, my wife was always like, oh, what are we going to do? And I was like, ah, oh, we'll be fine. You know, we'll be fine. In my head, I'm like, uh, I don't know yeah. what we're going to do. <laughs> but then somehow it would always pan out. And, and she'd look at me and be like, you were right. And I was like, yeah, I was. Yeah, no, totally. Well, we <laughs> just, I really, I'm just like, we just, really, I'm just freaking out inside trying to keep everything stable. Yeah, totally. I mean, we just like, you know, we just believe it's, it's God's economy. You know, he, he's, he owns, yeah. he owns all the donuts. He owns all the money, all the houses, all, you know, he, he has everything. So like, he's not short of a few and uh, he's got it all. So I think for us, it's just been like, we just keep going back to him and like, Lord, okay, we're empty. We've got nothing left. Uh, <laughs> what next? And, and yeah, I can tell you a bunch of stories. Like I'm sure you guys have, they just of crazy provision and uh and you know as, as a dad as well having a family young family yes. uh i love the fact that my kids have seen 
God um, do stuff that's, you know, miraculous, but just not, you know, but just practical stuff, you know, like, Oh yeah. I remember one holiday we were like, like, dad, are we going on holiday this year? And we're like, we don't have any money to go away on holiday, but let's pray about it. So we prayed on the sofa as a family. And honestly, like less than an hour later, we get an email from someone saying they want to bless us with uh, a gift of money for a holiday. Um, so it's like, okay, family meeting. We all got back on the sofa again. And we're like, you know, we just prayed for something. Guess what? God's just answered it. And it, and it kind of felt like, you know, God cares about the small stuff as well. Yes, he knows that we need to be fed and need a house and a roof and stuff. But, you know, he wants us to have a holiday too. That's, you know, he, he's, that's important to him. So it was, it was just amazing. It's been amazing over the last few years to see my kids see God at work uh, in the small and, the, you know, mundane stuff, as well as provision for, you know, a car or whatever else or rent is paid. And, yes. uh, and you know, they've, they've done this journey with us, so they know what we're doing. And, oh, yeah. Um, and that's, you know, that's, that's been so fruitful for us. And as a dad, I'm just like, thank you, God, that my kids get to see you do stuff like this in their life now, you know, at, yeah. in their teens. Yeah. And our youngest is six. So there's a bit of a gap. But, you know, uh, to see you do stuff now that, you know, I really pray is a foundation for them in their life going forward. Yeah, that's that's what I love about being a dad or a children's pastor is I I mean, I, I, I know that you guys feel the same way, but like we are there to help them. But I think in a lot of ways they help us too. That because when they get it, you know, sometimes as adults, we get jaded sometimes. And I'm not saying jaded all the time, but in certain moments, we might let something fluster us or something. But kids, I've had my kids before where it's just warmed my heart. I'm like, man, thank you, God, for showing this. Where my kids will speak into my life when I've maybe gone off the rails a little bit maybe i'm frustrated about something or i'm scared about something and and i might let my anxiety show a little bit nothing yeah. bad but and my kids will come up to me and be like remember daddy god's got this and i'm like oh gosh you know it just breaks down that yeah. wall and it reminds me of what god told you know when he was talking to the disciples come to me like a child and my kids yes. have that faith and it it just revs my engine to see how they love God, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I love the fact, yeah, for our kids too, like often they're the first one to say, well, let's pray about it. And I'm like, yeah, and you're like man, oh, yes. I'm the, hey, I should have hey, done that. That should be my first response, my first instinct. Is, right. Of course, let's pray, you know? And they're like, dad, let's just pray. So, I, dad has been humbled. <laughs> my four-year-old one night, he, he wakes up and he comes in, in the room. I'm half asleep and he goes, dad, I had a bad dream. I was like, oh, what do you want me to do about it, buddy? He's like, well, you need to pray for me. I was like, you know, yes. you're right. Come here. Just come here, man. I can't even put it into words, but when you see a kid get spiritual matters and they make their faith their own and they are following after God and they're doing stuff, it's kind of like they won't clean their room and they won't listen to you for this or that, but they are trying to live out their faith and, and trusting God. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Don't clean your room. You're, you, you got the most important thing. You're, you're, you're trusting God. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, totally. Absolutely. Yeah. But when your mom comes home, that's not going to work. Now, let's pause for childish behavior. Commercial break. You, my dear friends, can get lead volunteers today. That's leadvolunteers.com or you can go to the Childish Behavior Ministries site. Go to the bottom of the page. Click the lead volunteers link. It's going to be epic and you too can learn how to better lead volunteers 
What is this? What? What do you want? You meant to read what? What? What is this? This, this is an ad. Do we have enough ads already? Uh, whatever. I'll read it, but I'm gonna hate it already. I'm just gonna tell you that I'm gonna hate it. Um, wait, what does it say? Is this? Are you serious? We have a merch site now. Like, like we can get shirts and like a hoodie or a hat. Uh, what about what about like a, a button? I can get a button too. It's pretty epic. I like buttons. So you want me to plug our merch site and tell tell everybody here that we if they go over to childishbehaviorministries.com, which is our which is our new website we just opened up, and they click the button on the front page that says Childish Behavior Merch, they, they're gonna take them to our merch website and they can get them some Childish Behavior merch. That's what you want me to tell them. That's it. Nothing. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm gonna tell them this. Are we making anything off this? Or is this like everything else we do, where we are literally just, we're basically just breaking even. We're breaking even again. So why are we doing it? Oh, okay, okay. So people can promote childish behavior, and so so that we can we can ex- we can spread our focus and reach reach new people and and let them know about childish behavior podcast, so that they too can enjoy this content and they can be uplifted through the crazy antics that is childish behavior. You know what? I'll do it. I don't hate it completely, and I'm sorry. So, as I already said, you've already heard, go to childishbehaviorministries.com, click the button, get your childish behavior swag on. This has been Aaron. Lakes. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Have you ever wanted to go to the Holy Land, but you can't afford it? Yeah, me too. I can't afford to travel. But the cool thing is, is that I joined the Cheese of the Month Club. And for a limited time, I can have exquisite cheeses from all of the biblical places. We have Old Testament cheese, New Testament cheese. It's the bee's knees. Sign up for the Cheeses of Nazareth. Every month you'll get a different cheese from a different biblical stomping ground. It's vintage cheese. Yes, because you know cheese is already bad, so if it's thousands of years old, that's fine. If you want to walk where Jesus walked, go on a tour. But if you'd like to eat the cheese that Jesus ate, get the Cheeses of Nazareth. Sent to you monthly. Five easy installments of $59.95. But wait, there's more. If you call now, you get the Dead Sea Candles for no extra fee. That is Dead Sea Candles and a box of vintage cheese. Call now at 555-555-555-555-555. That was 555 555 555-555-555-555. Call now. Operators are standing by. Now, back to our show. Simon, it has been a pleasure to talk with you. I just want to say that I'm proud of you for what you've done, yeah. it's a big undertaking to jump out in faith and not know what's going to happen in the next couple months. But you're like, 
I'm going to do it anyway. That's awesome. That provides content for us to help our kids. We meet with kids and we meet with parents. And there's a big epidemic here where there is all this junk out there. And parents desperately say, well, what's an alternative? And things like All-Star Kids is a great alternative and a, a tool for us to hand the parents and say, use this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're helping us in the field, uh, you know, oh, yes. equipping us with tools. That's cool. Thank you. Uh, I mean, I'm with Rick too. I mean, it, it, it broke me like inside just like in a good way when my son says, Hey dad, I want to watch that instead of YouTube because that's better for me. And I'm like, yes, yes, it is. Yeah, no, absolutely. And yeah. And that's, yeah, that's the stories I want to hear. That's, that's, that's the whole, you know, that's, that's worth more than any, any amount of, you know, uh, yeah, that's what kingdom stuff should be. And, uh, and yeah. And I, I, I would hope too, that maybe there's some, you know, God has gifted people in different ways. Maybe there's some, there, there's some companies that are owned by Christian people that would say, Hey, we believe in what you're doing we'll sponsor this or that, you know what I mean? Yeah. That would, that, that's how, you know, I had a, a, for instance, uh, there was a, it reminds me of this. I was going on a mission trip and I was trying to figure out how I was going to raise money. And I had a, a little old lady come up to me and she said, I'm way too old to go on a mission trip. But she said, God has blessed me and I want to bless you by giving you some money to go on your mission trip. And I feel like I'm there with you. Yeah. You know, in a way, you know, and so maybe there's some Christian companies that believe in this that could help sponsor it in a way to kind of uh, unburden you where you could be, you know, thinking about this content and thinking about how to make it, you know, always grow it and, and create it to be better and, and change it. And as as you know, as uh, media evolves, we, too, have to evolve to in a way to to meet those needs. Um, and so I'm just going to pray for you that, that someone's heart will be, you know, pricked by this and be like, Hey, I, I might not be a pastor and I may not be able to do this, but I can give some money towards this. That's going to help people, you know? Yeah. So we will definitely be praying for hey, you. Hey Rick, you want to go ahead and pray now for him? Yeah. Would that be okay, Simon? No, uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Well, I just, I always We've had some awkward moments when we've asked. All right. Just say that. (laughs) They're like, what? Does people want to listen to prayer on a podcast? (laughs) It's our podcast. We do what we want. We do what we want. We believe in Uh, Jesus and we do what we want. All right. That'd be be awesome. Uh, Dear Lord, God, thank you so much for uh, Simon, Father. And I hope to develop a, a friendship with him, Father, just being able to talk to him. Uh, from funny things to Doctor Who to children's ministry and everything in between, God, uh, I just I am so excited by what He's doing, and uh, I think so many times we get scared by what we can do or what we can't do, and uh, you just want us to step up to the plate, Father. But you're the one that's going to hit the home run. So, Father, I just pray for anyone out there that you've put something in their mind to do that they will create that and not be scared 
but to know that if you put it in their mind that you're going to equip them and that you're going to carry it through. And I just pray for a blessing over Simon and his family. God, this is a, a, a big risk to put out there, but it's going to help so many families. It's going to help so many pastors. I know so many of us already have, have uh, been able to give this as a tool and parents go, thank you. Because sometimes that's the worst thing as a pastor for someone to ask for help. And we're like, I don't know what to do. And so I just pray that you bless this ministry and bless these things, Father, that you will find the people. We know the money's there. We know that the uh, the funds are there because you hold all the purse strings. Uh, uh, we just pray that people will walk out in faith and that they will be compelled to give to to things like this that will enhance the kingdom, that will help children, that will combat this evil of media. Uh, media, it doesn't have to be bad. It's just the the motivation behind it. And so, Father, this media, this app, this programming is to glorify you and to help people to think of things that are of you. And so, God, I just pray that you will just um, bless this ministry. I pray that you'll bless uh, Simon and his family and that you will take this thing to new heights and new limits that uh, he did not even think about. And so, God, I just pray that you put a hedge of protection around him and his family as they step out in faith and that you will bless them more than they can ever imagine. We love you, God, and we thank you for this day. Amen. Amen. Thanks, guys. Yeah, man. So. Uh, Dude, I, we, we, we believe in you, man. And we are going to, we're going to get the word out. And uh, when you, we'll let you know when the podcast drops and we awesome. will, uh, we will just plaster the mess out of Facebook with <laughs> yes. uh, all-star about, kids. Go. I, I posted something like right away after my son said that. So, uh, which I think you even shared. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, totally. It was I mean, it was just, it was such a epic moment, you know, and it just kind of put me, I was just sitting there, I was actually sitting in my house in my recliner and I'm just like, oh my goodness, this is so cool that he reacted this way to this. Because at nine, you're like, oh, where's it going to go? Which was, yeah, know, totally, my, totally. Yeah. And yeah, that's such, such a huge encouragement, man. So, um, thank you. For- which I also had, I had, uh, my 12 year old was even sitting there watching when I put it on the TV too, which is so cool. That is cool. That is great. So, uh. We got we got two more things we're going to do. But before we do that, we always like to, to showcase where people can find everything. And so we just want if people want to donate or people are like, oh, my goodness. So where Simon, can you let the audience know where they can reach out to you or where uh, like Facebook, email, different where, wherever they can get in touch with you and the different things that you've got going on and where they can find it? Yeah, sure. So uh, you can f- find all the details on our website, which is allstarskidsclub.com. Uh, and there's links there to the to the Go platform. So you can watch all the content on your web- on the website as well as on the apps. Um, and there's links there to, to uh, support us financially if you're able to do that and details on what, how to pray for us. Um, and there's also links there to our Facebook page. Uh, you can find All Stars Kids Club on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Um, yeah, and you can just drop me an email directly, which is simon at allstarskidsclub.com. And uh, it'd be great to hear from from anybody with questions, ideas, suggestions, recipes, anything at all. So um, 
Yeah. That's awesome. Sweet. <laughs> now I want to do uh, the one thing we always do. The childish question of the day. So here it goes. I, I've, I've scoured the internet for this uh, to figure out what would be the very best question. And then I X that question out and come up with something completely different. Um, so here it goes. If <laughs> life were a video game, what would some of the cheat codes be? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, if life were a video game, do I like like you didn't put the little cheat codes in? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Up, down, A, B, X, X, something like that. But what would it do? Uh, what, clean my room? <laughs> do my taxes? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I, th- I yeah, oh. yeah. Or definitely like like a a, a foot massage would be kind of nice. I don't know, or maybe just to clean the toilets at church, or I don't know. There's too practical here. I would have just put in like a cheat code where like I couldn't be defeated, you know, that kind of cheat code. And then I would just walk around and do stuff just because, you know, never defeated. Like jump off of things. Yeah, just jump off things. You know how like you put in a cheat code and then you're over invincible. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I would probably just do that just to see what trouble I can get into. Just to just jump off things and bam and just bounce up and keep going. Oh, uh, w- which case? Like, I think I, if there was a cheat code to have endless nutter butters, because um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. you, you can't get them in the UK, and every time I can go to the US, I bring back packets and packets of what? nutter butters because <laughs> they're so good. So I think Dude, the way of a so cheat code that I could just fair. bring them, eat them, wear them, just do what you know, endless amounts. That would be really cool. Thank you so much again for hanging out with us. We love what you're doing. And we're big fans, and we're going to keep on uh, promoting it. My kids love it. I love it. And uh, you're doing a great work, man. And we appreciate you. Thank you so much, guys. Really, really appreciate that. And uh, it's yeah, great connecting on your podcast and chatting about stuff that we all share a passion for. So it's cool. Yes. Have a great day, buddy. We're praying for you. Thanks, guys. Bless you. Oh, I think dinner's ready now, so that's perfect timing. Oh, so, man. We're coming over. Yeah. <laughs> Out of the cannon. Bada bing, bada boom, childish behavior still in your room. And welcome to another edition of Out of the Cannon with your host, Matt Cannon. That's me. So today, I want to tell you slash kind of read you a story that I came across this week. And it really resonated with me. And I believe that it will with you as well. So here we go. Look to your left, look up, look down, look behind you, look to your right and say, it's story time. You didn't say it. One more time. Left, right, up, down behind you. Say, it's story time. Okay, I'll let it slide. Here we go. A little boy put on his clothes to go out and brave the cold. And he told his father, okay, dad, I'm ready. His dad, a pastor, said, ready for what? Dad, it's time to go outside and distribute our flyers. The dad replied, son, it's very cold outside and it's freezing. I think it may be even snowing. The child looked surprised at his dad and he said, but dad, people need to know about God even on rain, cold, snowy days. The dad replied, son, I am not going outside in this weather. With sadness and despair, the child said, but dad, can I please go alone? Please, please, pretty please. 
His father waited for a moment, like all parents do, and said, okay, son, you can go. Here's the flyers. Be extremely, extremely careful. Thanks, dad. Thanks, dad, so, so, so much, with so much excitement in his little voice. And with this, the son went out into the snow, the cold, the rain, and the sleet. The 10-year-old boy walked along the streets of the town, handing out the flyers to all the people he saw. After about two hours of walking in this weather, he only had one flyer left in his hand. He stopped in a corner to see if he saw someone to give that flyer to. But the streets were totally deserted at this time. Then he turned to the first house he saw, walked to the front door, touched the doorbell several times. Now you gotta visualize this like only a child would do. And he waited and he waited and he grew impatient, but he still stayed there, but no one came to the door. Finally, the boy turned to leave, but something stopped him. The child turned back to the door and began to touch the bell and pound the door strongly with his knuckles. He kept waiting. Visualize a child doing this. Finally, the door was opened gently. A lady came out with a very sad look and gently asked, what can I do for you, son? With radiant eyes and a bright smile, the child said, lady, I'm really, really sorry if I've upset you, but I just want to tell you that God really loves you and that I came to give you my very last flyer, which talks about God and his great love. The boy then gave her the flyer. She just said, thank you, son, and God bless you. Well, fast forward to the next Sunday. In your brain, you just fast forwarded. The pastor was in the pulpit when the service began and he asked the congregation, does somebody have a testimony or something they want to share? Gently, at the back row of the church, an older lady stood up. When she started talking, a radiant and glorious look sprouted from her eyes. Nobody in this church knows me. I have never even been here before. Even last Sunday, I was not even a Christian. I didn't even believe. You see, my husband died a while ago, leaving me totally alone in this world. One day last week, it was particularly cold, snowing, just a terrible, disgusting day. And it was also in my heart, on that day, I came to the end of my road. Since I had no more hope, I didn't even want to live anymore. Then I took a chair and a rope and I went to the attic of my house. I tied one end of the rope to the rafters of my roof. Then I climbed onto the chair and put the other end around my neck. I then stood on the chair so alone and heartbroken, I was about to throw myself off the chair when suddenly I heard a loud knocking and the doorbell going off over and over and over again. So I thought to myself, I'll wait a few minutes and whoever it is will probably go away. I waited and I waited, but the knocking and the doorbell kept getting louder and louder. It got so loud I couldn't ignore it anymore. So I wondered, who could it be? No one ever visits me or even comes close to my door. I released the rope from my neck and went to the door. While the bell was still ringing and the door was still being knocked on, when I opened the door, I couldn't believe what my eyes saw. In front of my door was the most radiant and angelic child I had ever seen. His smile, oh, I could never even begin to describe it. The words that came out of his mouth made my heart, which was dead so long ago, come back to life. 
When he said with the voice that could be described like no other, he said, lady, I just want to tell you that God really loves you. When the little angel disappeared between the cold and the snow, I closed my door and read every word on that flyer. Then I went to the attic and removed the chair and the rope. I didn't need them anymore. As you see, I am now a happy daughter of the king. As the direction of that little boy, when he left, was to the church, I came to personally say thank you to that little angel of God who came just in time and in fact to the rescue of my life from what it could have been and replaced it with an eternity in God's presence. So remember, God's message can make a big difference in someone's life. Never be afraid to spread it. This has been another edition of Out of the Canon with your host, Matt Cannon. That's me saying, be blessed. One of the best books I have ever read was entitled Three Signs of a Miserable Job by Patrick Lencioni. Now, Patrick Lencioni is a wonderful leadership, leadership author, and this book changed everything for me. The concept was actually quite simple. There were three signs of a miserable job. Anonymity, immeasurement, and irrelevance. Now, anonymity. This is being unknown or invisible in a role or in a job. Everybody wants to be known by someone. Do, do you realize that your volunteers might feel lost, alone, and, and not even known by you as their leader? They, they may not feel known by you. This is a sign of a miserable volunteer. Immeasurement. This, this is a term that Patrick Lencioni actually just made up. It, it, it's actually the inability to measure. Immeasurement is not knowing how to measure if you hit a home run, a single, or you struck out for the day. People need to know whether or not they're winning. They, they, they need to know as, as they volunteer in your area whether or not they were successful on any given day. As leaders, we need to provide volunteers with a clear metric for what it looks like to win in this role. Not knowing if you're successful or not, that is a sign of a miserable volunteer. And the last one is irrelevance. A miserable job is doing work that really doesn't matter at all. Our work in ministry, it really is important. It really does matter, but, but it's your job as the leader to help connect the dots for people to see why their work matters. Not being able to see your work and that your work matters to the kingdom of God, that is a sign of a miserable volunteer. I wanna help you. I wanna help you make sure that your volunteers do not have a miserable job. One way that I've done this is by creating leadvolunteers.com. We, we help you to have processes and systems so volunteers do not feel anonymous. We provide step-by-step -step processes to ensure that volunteers know exactly what their job is and whether or not they've won at that job. In addition, we help you provide a strong sense of purpose so that volunteers don't feel like their job is irrelevant. We are here to help. Join Lead Volunteers today. Check us out on Facebook at Childish Behavior Podcast. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out at www.childishbehaviorministry.com. 
We have a merch page and all the proceeds of what we make off of that goes back into this ministry. Just know that uh, we do it because we want to be able to do more of this. Hey, why I got you guys. I just want you to remember that caring is sharing. Share our podcast with your friends, your neighbors, your dogs, cats, whatever. We don't care. If you could, uh, please go on your app of choice, whatever you use, Apple iTunes, Spotify, whatever. And if you could like, uh, subscribe, give us five stars if you feel generous and um, leave a review. Please, 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 if you can help us with that. It helps us get into more ear holes. Have a great day and thank you in advance. This is Childish Behavior with Rick and Aaron. Uh, I'm Simon Parry. Stay childish. I'll bring a secret box of Nutter Butters just so you can hide them somewhere. That sounds good. Oh, so we give a diversion box to the family. Yeah, get another. You get a whole box for yourself that you say nothing about. Like, what's that? Oh, this is just some stuff. What's that suitcase that Rick and Aaron did? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing. Don't worry about it. Just ten kilos of nut butters. Yeah. Awesome. Like Simon, you gained seventy-five pounds. What happened? I couldn't stop. I ate them all at once. <laughs> I have a problem. Stay childish, my friend. Oh.